What's up, everyone? Sync Sports, of course. Uh, we've got the usual. We've got Keith. Hey, hey, hey. We got Isaiah. How's it going? We got Nathan. Hey, everybody. And we got me, Scott. Everyone's here. Uh, we got pretty, pretty jam-packed episode. A uh, little hit and miss on uh, some small, small bit of news on sports and video games wise. Um, some good topics we want to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about some of the NBA holiday schedules just released, some NFL holdout news. Um, we're going to discuss a little bit about that and some video game topics we've thought about. Um, but first, I know Keith wanted to talk about this. I think he has it up and he wants to kind of briefly talk about the NBA holiday schedule that was just released, I don't know, like two, three days ago? Yeah, that, yeah it's been a pretty hot issue. Uh, I know a lot of fans out there think... They believe their team should be on the schedule. They always want to see their team. Obviously, we'd love to see our teams play right there. First game of the season, Christmas, MLK Day. So it was uh, definitely no surprise on seeing the schedule. We have the 76ers playing the Celtics on day one. That's the first of a doubleheader on TNT. You got Thunder's Warriors ending the night at 1030. Um, then we jump into Pelicans Rockets, Maverick Suns. Now you're thinking, come on, guys, really? Maverick Suns? That quick? But DeAndre, yeah, the Mavericks and Suns playing. I assume DeAndre, and you know, gotta get that number one pick out there and number three pick. So, I mean, you go from like <laughs> the Warriors, you go from and Warriors and Thunderous to Mavericks, right? Yeah, like hey. oh, Devin Booker, Devin Booker. Well, it's not even that. Like it's okay. NBA draft first and third pick are playing on day two at the ten thirty Western time frame. Yay! Oh, so, it, yeah, I, I was actually really surprised about the schedule, um, especially opening day. I understand 76ers, Celtics, I understand Thunder, Warriors, but, like, makes sense. I know the Cavaliers lost LeBron, but normally, like, the NFL, what do they always start off with? Usually the NFC and the AFC championship games. Boom, yeah, boom. Like, why don't... One of those I and even when people leave, they lose players. They still play the games. I feel like the NBA should kind of look at that and say go around that schedule. But I won't go into the rest of the week. I'll jump right into Christmas Day, into the best matchup of Christmas Day: the Milwaukee Bucks versus the New York Knicks. We all understand. Oh my God. No. <laughs> well, I uh, I I normally wake up nice and early for my presents and presents for kids and stuff. So. Uh, when, I, when that's done, I'm done with my breakfast, and I'm done with my nice coffee in the morning. I'm going to turn on the Bucks and the Knicks at noon because Kristoff's exactly. not going to be playing most likely. So I, I definitely don't know who else is on the New York Knicks. I can <laughs> else on the New York Knicks? I oh. mean, you, you, can you name the Knicks coach? I don't even want to go there. <laughs> I don't even, none of us know. I, right. I, care. I did no know, but I can't remember because <laughs> – after Phil Jackson, they disappeared. Yeah. You had a reason so, to talk. The, the biggest thing, though, is, like, if that's going to be your Christmas Day matchup, if Porzingis doesn't play, nobody is watching that game. You got yeah. Greek Freak, though. So there's well, something to watch you for. Want, you want Giannis versus Porzingis. But, not Giannis versus a team you don't even know the coach for. But the best part is it's at noon. So, like... Not even a game you want to, like, wake up and say, I want to watch that because it's the Los Angeles Lakers. You're already drunk by then on Christmas. It, yeah, yeah, so. It should be. So. You want to watch that game. Yeah, but luckily, 
Luckily, it gets a little bit better throughout the day. Around 3 o'clock, when you're actually going to be turning on the TV and hanging out with your family on the couches, you at least have the Thunder and the Rockets, which is going to be a pretty good game. You have Harden and Paul. You also, on the Thunder side, you have Paul and Westbrook. Oh, who, by the way, has been left off of most of the MVP candidates' races, but we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> then you have the Sixers and the Celtics. So as you see, it's getting deeper and deeper through the day. And then, because LeBron's on the Lakers, and they already have a better win ratio than the Pacers, and I only say that because the Pacers had 47 wins. Lakers did not last year. And now they're projected above because of LeBron, which is perfectly okay. LeBron's LeBron. But you have them playing at the Warriors at 8 p.m., and then you have Trailblazers Jazz to end up the night. And everybody, you know, I actually might tune into that game. I actually am a big fan of Denny Mitchell. You know what? I actually literally just thought of something as you were talking. When you when you listed every single one of those teams, as soon as you got done listing the team, you always listed a player right afterwards. That tells you the difference between the NFL and the NBA. Yeah. I mean, the freaking Lions play on Thanksgiving every single year. It's a tradition. And the reason why the NFL, I think, will last longer and everything like that is because the NBA is a player-driven league. And you, the fact that all of these teams are all because of one guy, the NFL isn't a player-driven league. It's a team-driven league, if that makes sense. Yeah, oh, but... No, like, 100%. The, the biggest thing, like, when people talk about players owning the league in the NBA is literally you have five people versus 11 on a field. Like you, one person makes that impact so much greater. Whereas if you put LeBron on an NFL team, he might have an impact just because he's an athlete. He's not winning the game just because he's out on the field. And the sixth man, like that's an important role. The 12th man in the NFL bringing a guy sub on, like it's good to have death, but a six-man coming in, playing second team, doing the mix between starters and backups, that could change the whole course of a basketball game by keeping your lead or coming back while their second yeah. bench is on. So, yeah, James Harden used to be six-man. Yeah. yeah. My, my biggest thing is, out of those games you listed, the one I'm probably most excited for is uh, Philadelphia versus Boston. I was going to say the same thing. I was ready to jump yeah. in and say, don't say the Warriors. No, yeah, I think, that's the only one that I'm really looking forward to. It's most interest. Uh, one, I'm excited for Gordon Hayward to come back. If Boston's healthy, make that clear. Yeah, well, that's yeah. – I mean, I'm well, even if they're not healthy, it's still going to be a fun game to watch because I think if you've got Kyrie Hayward, you've got – I mean, Boston's building a team that's going to be scary, if not this year, next year. Um, but then you've got Philadelphia who has the process right now. And with the process – I mean, you've got good young stars that I think we could see click this year. I mean, you got the Lakers game. I mean, the Lakers aren't even projected to be in the playoffs at the end of the year. They like, are they're outside the playoffs. Oh, no, no, they're, they're projected. They're projected. Oh, now. so they fixed it. Yeah. Yeah, just because oh, LeBron. But I do want to say, I think we can all agree that we were ha- like you can be happy with this Christmas Day schedule, even with the Bucks on there. But we, I don't think anyone understands why the Knicks are on there. They. Yeah. They haven't had a good season. I understand they're a big market. There are so many other teams in the East that deserve to be. And, I mean, we're all Pacers fans. I mean, even more than just the Pacers. There are so many other teams in the East that deserve to be on Christmas Day other than the Knicks. No, yeah, uh, and 
it just it, makes no sense. Well, it's the market size. I mean, they literally put the largest market in the NBA on the east. Yeah. The Raptors are playing, aren't they? Yeah, but the Raptors, no, no, the Raptors aren't even playing, and they were, what, a one seed all year? They didn't get worse. Obviously, they got swept by LeBron, but I, it's, like, the Pacers should be disrespected, but the Raptors should be really disrespected. I agree. The, yeah, the Knicks being Christmas Day over the Raptors. Is stupid. The Raptors? The Raptors feel disrespected? No way. They fired Coach of the Year and trade. Oh, I mean, come on, come on. The Raptors—they don't have feelings. That's true. They don't. They don't. They don't know what basketball is. They think they're playing hockey right now. Well, they want to feel disrespected. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, let's continue into Martin Luther King Day. Uh, they have three games on MLK Day. The Pelicans, Grizzlies, Rockets for Sixers, Warriors versus Lakers. Um, obviously, the NBA really wants to shove down the throat of Warriors Lakers on every single agenda because they're they're doing it and they're not failing at it. So, and I understand because LeBron and the history between them. Be, but don't don't try to make this don't try to make this rivalry between the Golden State Warriors and the LA Lakers. It's a soap opera. Yeah, it's a soap opera. NBA is a soap opera. Yeah, it's it, it really so is. Bro. But that's can, can LeBron come back and win his ex-girlfriend back or something? <laughs> yeah, is yeah. what they're trying to make it out to. And we already know, based on all the other teams, the Warriors are going to win the championship again. No one's going to come close. Well, I agree. I do like seeing the Rockets and what they've done with their team, um, especially with adding Carmelo Anthony. Um, I, I just I don't know it's gonna, it's gonna be good but before we move on I wanna I wanna talk about NBA schedule or not not the schedule sorry the attendance last year um when I was going through and looking at the NBA holiday schedule I was actually trying to figure out and try to weigh like why did they make this decision like what what can an outsiders look at I was looking at attendance and the reason I want to bring you up is there's a couple interesting things you would think when you think about the NBA you think okay the Cavs the Raptors <clears throat> the Warriors the Rockets, all these top teams. You think, oh, they're probably number one in home attendance. But no, it's it's a team that I would have never guessed. I would have guessed this team in the 90s. Jazz. The Jazz. No. Oh. It was, it was the Chicago Bulls. On average attendance, they were the number one team for home teams home games last year. Now, that's by the attendance average. Now, if you go by, like, the percentage and, like, the stadium size, it was the Mavericks. Uh, that makes sense. But does it? I don't even know. It I mean, Dallas' <laughs> football team sucks, so, I mean, you would also expect their fans it to make gravitate towards the basketball They team. have almost 20,000 fans on average coming to a game. Now, this is also data based off of total number of going, based off of 41 games. So they probably had more sold-out games because they all went to the Warriors games, they all went to here. So it's a base average. That's the way I'm looking at this is, so, right, so, out of, so out of all 10 seats, and, yeah, well, out of all 10 seats that the Mavs have, they filled up eight. So obviously they're going to be good on the average. It's still almost 20,000. And there's only one team. Actually, there's three teams in the 20,000s, and that was the Bulls, Cavs, and 76ers. And, That's crazy, man. But if you go. The Bulls getting like. 
You know, I, is it just because you're like it's just in the city and you're just like, hey, let me go watch a Bulls game. Yeah, it's I like they had a good that. player in the past or something. Or do they package deal Blackhawk and Bulls tickets? Like, if you buy your season tickets for the Blackhawks, do you get a Bulls season ticket? Like, do you feel like every every ticket you get, you for Bull tickets? <laughs> but what I'm what I'm really pumped for here uh, coming up before we get to the Christmas is uh, I, I'm excited to see the variants on the Christmas jerseys. Normally, uh, they're pretty different every year. I'm excited for the MLK shoes. That, yeah. Well, the, the MLK, the Black History Month shoes. They always have really cool colors for them, colorways. They usually well, come like, out with Christmas colorways, don't they? Like with the jerseys? Yeah, I think so, some of them. Uh, I know Kyrie had some eggnog ones that were really cool. <laughs> oh, they're the eggnog, eggnog ones? Yeah, they're the, the The ones that, uh, like, when they do the Christmas jerseys that have the sleeves, those are my favorite. I love the sleeve Christmas jerseys. Speaking of jerseys, okay. though, Carmelo, during his recent trade, asked the Hawks, even though he was with them for like seven days, 15 days, um, to make him a jersey. So recently the Hawks went through and they said, okay, we're going to make you a jersey. And they made him a, a number 15 Mellow jersey for the Hawks. I will say it is absolutely one of my favorite all-time jerseys. Cause it's, like, it's like if you saw a a Mavericks jersey with Jordan's name on the back of it. Like, you would just don't – you never put those two together. Or if you <laughs> saw, like, a uh, Bill Russell and a Lakers jersey combination. Like, you just – those names don't go together. Have you already bought uh, it? Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, it's already bought. I've already got it signed. Like, it's on the way. Like, it just got to happen. Like, it's, <laughs> it's that – it's the missing link in the world. Like, it's stuff that you think is a myth, but it's real. Like, the Atlanta Hawks organization allowed it. I am a fan of a couple jerseys last year, and their jersey that they made Carmelo, it, I like it. It's kind of like the Utah Jazz colorful jersey. I was a fan of both of those, so I, I kind of like the alternatives that they had, and I, I like what they did. Well, what would have been funny is if they made him a jersey. Like, if they gave him, no, we're not going to give you this year's jersey. Like, we've got all these extra blanks. We're just, we'll make you a jersey <laughs> from last year's set. <laughs> like, Carmelo Anthony, like, what happened? It's like the one guy that went from an absolute you knew you had a problem when you played the the Knicks and now it's who's Carmelo even on? I think he's with the Houston. He's what he's going to end up doing. Yeah. I mean, he I believe he committed a little bit. I'm not for sure if he actually signed yet. Do you guys know if he signed? Uh, I think it was a verbal commitment. Okay. Yeah, I think it's just verbal now, but it's official. I mean, he's going to do it. Well, I wanted to jump back to the subject for a minute, breaking off of Carmelo. Um, something that we – we're mostly sports and uh, video games, but something that really ties closely to sports is shoes. And I know one of us, other than buying more hats than most shoes I own, and I own a lot of shoes. Scott, are you excited for any shoes coming out in the next few months outside the colorways? Um, there's these new LeBrons that were coming out. Oh, shoot. I got to remember what they're called. Um, we can always come back to it later in the segment. I just, uh, something that I know we always talk about kind of interchangeably. We, we always see these colorways, new shoes coming out. I know Kyrie's coming out with a set of shoes that look pretty cool. Um, I was a little bit a fan of those, and I'm a big fan of uh, what Harden's been producing lately. Um, yeah, I'm just so loyal to Nike and Jordan. It's hard for me to buy any other brand. I don't know why, but I do hey, like the Hardens. I have a bad. terrible interruption, but on 
we're we're all from Indy, and only one of us is a Colts fan. But Andrew Luck went five for seven on his first drive for fifty-five yards. So that hey. is some decent news for the Colts. I just wanted to bring that up. I know we weren't going to talk about preseason too much, but five for seven on his first drive, and they got a field goal. So hey. good news for the Colts that. Adam Vinatieri's leg still works. Yeah, Adam Vinatieri's leg still works, and Andrew Luck is in decent form. So, wow. Hey. I mean, you well, can't argue about a, a a drive like that. His first one back, so I guess the my, my favorite thing uh, I was reading an article earlier this week was uh, about the Madden ratings. I know we talked last week about the best job in the world being a Madden rating ad- adjuster. Yeah. Well, they they were going through some of the Madden ratings that were listed, talking about how. Andrew Luck getting an 83 overall was because they think of what he's going to accomplish. And, like, they had players like uh, Carson uh, Carson Wentz with uh, an 89 overall, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, and he can't even get above a 90. They talked about J.J. Watt. Wait, 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 wait. Did I, did I miss this? Okay, first of all, did I miss this? Andrew Luck has only an 83 rating. Like, I am a Tennessee Titans fan. Uh, the ratings and overall are kind of low in Madden. Yeah, but low. I know they're low overall, but I know Madden well enough. Like I use, I I don't play it as much anymore. Like now, I don't play franchise. I don't play seasons. I don't play online. I play it for like eight games and then I'm done. But for Andrew Luck being out for the year and a half he was out and getting an 83, I don't know how I missed this, but that is ext- that is way too low for him. I think an 88. It's probably what he should have been at. Carson Wentz is not a Super Bowl winning quarterback because he did not win the Super Bowl. Secondly, he wasn't on the field when they won, so that doesn't count. I don't care what anybody says; that doesn't count. So you want you want to give Nick Foles a ninety overall? No, I would give Nick Foles an eighty-five. I would give them both an eighty-five. I like that. I like that choice. I would give them both an eighty-five. Carson Wentz is gonna be good. He is gonna be a ninety-plus overall quarterback, probably ninety-three or ninety-five. As much as I don't like the Eagles. He's probably going to be somewhere around there. But giving giving him an 89 is high, and giving Andrew Luck an 83, as much as I hate to admit it, is way too low. They, hold on. But they didn't talk about the one player that we – Scott and I were recently playing. They didn't talk about the one player that when we found him, we were both absolutely in shock of the rating that they gave him. Can somebody just explain to me how Tariq Cohen gets a 93 oh. overall? Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. It's right, not 93. So it's 83, yeah. It's 83. So, okay, so everyone, everyone here knows, and I'm sure people listen, I'm a big Bears fan, so you would think I would be all for, oh, yeah, let's give Tariq an 83 overall. That would be awesome. But honestly, I'm not. So my franchise at – What's Howard's? What's Howard's? Howard is 85. Yeah, it's not even much higher. Oh, okay. And when you no, watch them, they're not even uh, okay. similar. I agree. I agree. Howard is an 85. That I can see. An 83. I don't. I mean, maybe, maybe higher, but anyways, but Tariq, an 83, that is so freaking high. But what pisses me off more, though, is his speed in the game. He is so slow for how little he is. Like he's fast, but lower. He should yeah, be so that's what I, that's like what I told speed. the other day. I said make his speed higher and lower his overall rating. But the, yeah, the, the, the Howard best. should be 88, I think that's a good rating. Somewhere between like 87 and 90 is where Howard should be. Cohen being an 83, if his speed was 90 
and everything else brought it up, that would be fine. I would yeah, say, I would probably. put him at like 79.81 and then my, give him my, like a 90 speed. My favorite thing, though, is that when you look at your team, the best player is Adrian Amos, which Scott knows. I'm not a Bears fan, but I love Amos. I mean, honestly, if you look at his statistics in football, I know a lot of people don't look at him. But he's, he's actually considered he's one of really the best good. safeties in the NFL. Can we? I know a like... lot of people may not know him, but if you go talk to the real hardcore NFL analyst, Adrian Amos is considered one of the best safeties in the NFL right now. Can we go I back real quick, That's though? Insane. I want to go back to Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. <laughs> I was going to say that uh, Carson yeah. Wentz did not deserve an 89 overall. But holy cow, did you see his stats? Through 12 games. Through 12 games. 33 oh, touchdowns. 33 touchdowns. Seven yeah, interceptions. Hands down, he could have won MVP with those numbers without playing the whole season. Tom yeah, Brady, I think, won with like 34 and like five interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he was going to MVP. But here's the okay. best thing. If you compare the stats last year, all 20 games, Nick Foles is really not as good as you think he is. He just did what he needed to do. For oh, yeah. seven Everyone games... About 55%. Like a, in our terms, he was like a, he was like a Kerry Collins, um, the, what's his name for the Colts? Kyle Orton. Um, uh, Colin Kyle Orton. Orton. I just, I, I don't <laughs> know. I'm naming all Bears quarterbacks. No, I'm uh, the Colts quarterback that just got them just enough to get a win or two. Um, I mean, um, oh, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm Matt Hasselbeck. Sorry, I'm a Titans fan and I forgot. Matt Hasselbeck. He's like a Matt Hasselbeck. Um, who's who's that Packers quarterback that threw five touchdowns in one game Matt or whatever? Flynn. Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. We talked about that. He's like a he's like a Matt Flynn. He got him enough to win. He had a few good games probably, but enough to win the game. Nick Foles did well. Is Nick Foles as good as Carson Wentz? No. Carson Wentz, if he would not have gotten injured. And he would have won MVP. They could have put him at like 95 plus, and I would have been fine with that. But he got hurt, didn't make it to the end. I think um, 89 ish is high, but it's his first year, so it's hard to go in as a as a ratings adjuster and be like, how am I supposed to apply ratings to this rookie type of deal? I guess so. That's very true. But I just I feel like with two seasons under Nick. Or under Carson Wentz, I I can see the eighty nine. Madden in the old days, oh rookie eighty one, and then you know, there's a okay season. All of a sudden it's like a ninety something. For under two seasons, wait, David's getting injured. I just I I thought he was gonna be the MVP, but I didn't know. I didn't remember why. And thirty three and seven before he got injured, like it, he had over three thousand yards with what four games left. Yep. Like, yeah, he would have hit. He would have hit four thousand. He would have gotten close to Drew Brees' numbers at that point. No, yeah, he had. No, he had great numbers. I I don't know if he would have hit the five thousand mark. Uh, he was on pace for a pretty good season, but I I just I understand the eighty nine overall. That's why I kind of wanted to go back because at first I was thinking to myself before I looked at his stats last year. I was like, I agree with Isaiah, eighty five, easy, and same thing yeah, with okay. Foles. But so, question for everybody though, real quick. Um, Michael Thomas on the Saints. Is this going to be his second year? I don't believe so. I think – no, I don't think so. Didn't he just re-sign this year? Which usually means they're in the third or fourth year. Yeah. 
did. Did he resign? I believe so. Um, uh, he's in his third year. Yeah, so he's had two full years. So yeah, he's still in his rookie. So he hasn't resigned. Yeah, he's still a rookie. But damn, uh, yeah. he's a ninety-one overall on Madden with in two years. I mean, that's pretty impressive for a wide receiver. Well, he'll be lucky. He's a UFA in twenty twenty. So yeah. But just to go through, kind of 91 overall, I can kind of see why they justify that, though, because he has 196 receptions in his career, 2,400 yards, and 14 touchdowns. So if you look at it, he's basically he's basically averaging 1,200 yards a season and about seven touchdowns a season. It's not, that's Hey, I would love one of those on my team. So Hey, if we're going to keep hitting young guys like this, um, let's get to someone a little interesting. Before we move on to anything else, Baker Mayfield at 81. Yeah. Two TDs in his preseason opener. And how do, well, how do we feel about Baker Mayfield? I want to jump on this, though, since the game's going in on right now. Preseason, but it is the Browns. It is the preseason. Browns preseason. Their regular season. People were dogging him already on Twitter because his first pass was atrocious. They already said, oh, Baker Mayfield. It was pretty bad. Yeah, Mayfield, uh, what did I say? Mayfield Manziel saga is about to begin, and then all of a sudden he comes out, and he, he has a pretty good game. I want to be clear. Like, I, I hope he, I mean, I hope he does fine. I'm not against it, but it's just preseason. I don't want to look too deep into it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me five games into the regular season and come back to me. Let, let's t- let's think of preseason with him, well, with anyone, as like a super serious practice. Super well, serious. One Only two I touchdowns. Think. He didn't throw any picks. That's, I know, a, but that's a good opening. I know it's just preseason. And no Jarvis Landry, if I recall. So. Well, well one thing yeah, I will yeah. say is when watching the game, uh, they were talking about not necessarily, like, obviously he's going up against B-Squad, so not the starters. But when he was doing his check down, he had a wheel route out to, uh, I think it was Nick Chubb. And he decided to not go with the wheel route and look back over the center and waited for an opportunity. And they were just talking about how he was waiting for the play to develop more, and that that was good signs. I mean, past quarterbacks, they either want to force it or scramble, and he stayed in the pocket and waited to make it happen. So yeah, uh, I mean, all they, he has to do is stay in that pocket. Right. I mean, you you could talk tell every scrambling quarterback drafted in the past, who knows how long, career doesn't. Andrew, look, he's great, but he's missed a year and a half or whatever. Marcus Mariota. He when he plays, time. he's okay. But majority of the time, he never, he hasn't played a full season. Only two, three years. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any others right now. They're just kind of big scrambling guys. But it's uh, just huh. RG3. Well, oh, I was man. going – I was actually going to bring that up because the Ravens were are beating the Rams right now 26-0. I think the Rams actually just scored a touchdown. But I was about to bring up how well LeVar Jackson's playing – but he had a he had a rushing touchdown, and he's actually his stats are really not that bad. But with a score, ah, there's a lot of field goals. Let's just say there's a lot of field goals. There's two touchdowns. There's a lot of field goals though. Yeah, I'm not jumping on that Jackson hype train at all. There's no. a scrambling quarterback. I'm never gonna jump on that hype train. And Baker, he needs a change. Lamar Jackson needs a change. Yeah, all of them. That's why I always, I think they I always all, said Luck was going to be better than RG3. I think they all get there. Like, if they can get there without getting hurt, then they can be good. Because Mariota, Mariota isn't permanently injured. 
tell me who gets there. No, no, no. No, I agree, but tell me who gets there. Tell me who gets there. Steve Young. Okay. Steve McNair. As long as your name is Wait, Steve. Wait, Are you talking... Your name is Steve. Are you talking about running like quarterbacks that are good? Yes. Oh, straight... Like, straight up running quarterback, Steve Young. Quarterbacks uh, who can run, Steve Young and Steve McNair. I would not Mike, say Michael Steve Vick. McNair. He was a Ben Roethlisberger type. Michael no, Michael, Michael Vick was good for a few seasons. Michael Vick But he so ran out early. Scott, he was, Scott's talking about quarterbacks talking who Mike. can last. Yes. Running. And running quarterbacks do not last in the NFL. They have never lasted in the NFL. The only one that has lasted is Steve Young. Aaron Rodgers. Donovan, Donovan McNabb ran. All the time. I'm talking scrambling first quarterbacks. Oh, scrambling first. Scrambling first quarterbacks. You're talking about running backs that throw second. (laughs) (laughs) In in our case, Uh, I think we're talking about like quarterbacks who can run. And you get to the league of Steve Young, Steve McNair, Marcus Mariota. are fine in the NFL. What about uh, Dante Culpepper? Wasn't he a big pass uh, run quarterback? Yeah, but I, I see where Scott's coming from. Like, Aaron Rodgers is good at running, but when you think of running, like, you don't really think of him as a running quarterback, but he does, by the way, have almost 20, good feet. 2,600 rushing yards. Just saying. Yes. So, I'm, I'm not talking, like, the guys that can run if they need to. Like, the Aaron Rodgers and all of them. They can run if they need to. I'm talking about the Vicks, the Lamar Jackson. Baker Mayfield, he did a lot in college. We'll see how he does in the NFL. That what I'm talking about. The RG threes, none of them last. Uh, that's great I, year or two, but none of them last. I think the running quarterbacks that you're looking at are the ones that are much better than the defensive ends they're playing against. Oh yeah, well it just shows you the level of the play. Yeah, I mean I don't think a, a pure running first quarterback is will ever work in the NFL. Because the defensive ends are going to be good enough to stop them. But if you're looking at a quarterback who can run, it's a different story. Yeah, because they're not a first-run quarterback. They're a throw-first quarterback. Aaron well, Rodgers, a, quarterback, a quarterback should always be throw-first. If you have a run-first quarterback, you're just basically playing a wildcat where your second option is throw. I mean, that's what a lot of the scrambling yeah. quarterbacks at college do. Right? So, when you, so when you look at, I mean, Andrew Luck, can he can jog a bit. That guy can jog the ball. All right. Aaron Rodgers. And then, and then the rest. Everybody else I mentioned. Some cool so things, though. Some cool things about running quarterbacks I just want to bring up, though, is uh, Jim Harbaugh's ninth all-time rushing yards. Oh, we forgot about Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Um, but, all over the Green Bay Packers. But just to kind of give you an idea of, like, top ten, though, um, I, I believe they have Randall Cunningham at number one. That's the guy I was trying to really think about. He oh, is, that's he was is. he was one of the few I think that could have done it. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I stand corrected. Almost five thousand rushing yards. That is yes, pretty. He, he was, yeah, he was a freaking god out there. He was like Michael Vick, but his entire career. Yeah. So Randall Cunningham was good, and then Steve Young, as Isaiah was saying, was is number two all time, mm. about forty two hundred. Vic, Vic is third, so we're we're in the right part. And then Frank T- uh, Tarkenton, we don't really know him, um, but I and McNair is up there. So Isaiah was there, and some something that kind of surprised me was uh, Jim Harbaugh. McNabb doesn't surprise me, but the other one that kind of surprised me was John Elway. Uh, I isn't that, yeah, I knew John was kind of a 
Yeah. Well, when really... you got Terrell Davis with you. And Harbaugh, well, really too, because he broke... Harbaugh, too, because he broke his arm in a game. Yeah. yeah. But he, he comes up with some ninth. He'll probably be... Once Aaron Rodgers is done, because he's, like, literally 50 yards back. What's he ranked? I believe he is seventh. Right? Be, or, no. Seventh? Okay. He's sixth. McNabb seventh. I apologize. Well, what, go through the rankings real quick. One through five. One through five? All right. Yeah. Five is Steve McNair with about 3,600 yards. Fourth is Frank Tartanton. Or, sorry, yep. He's played. He played. Yep, he yep. played for the Vikings. Um, number three is Michael Vick. Number two is Steve Young, and number one is Randall Cunningham. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know a little bit what I'm talking about when it comes to running quarterbacks. I that I was thinking Cunningham, but every time I was thinking Cunningham, I think I was thinking about the Jets quarterback that was really not good. I can't remember his name right now. Oh, Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. Yeah. So I was like, ah, no, it's not Chad Cunningham. It's not Chad Cunningham. No, no, no. But no, yeah, it was Randall Cunningham. I I totally forgot about uh, Elway when you were talking about that. Well, the like the like the the quarterbacks that could run. The only white quarterback I can think of that can run was Steve Young. So I didn't even think about it. Yeah, John Elway could run. Um. Tarkenton, he was way before our time, so that one's different. But most of the time, you're like Michael Vick, from what we remember. Yes, and Kaepernick, because he did destroy my Green Bay Packers team. And what did he rank down there? He's not in the top ten. Um, he's not he in the top ten. No. I know he didn't play long, but the, the guy ran a bunch before he got caught by the rest of the NFL. He, so. uh, he had 2,300 yards. So if he was still playing the last two years, he'd probably be just ahead of Aaron Rodgers. He'd be he'd be in the top ten of this list. Um. Okay. So, as we're talking NFL, I know we talked about holdouts last week. Some guys are holding out and stuff like that. We're not going to talk about that on that process, but I am going to talk about them individually. So, I have a question for all of you. If of if hold guys are holding out, so we got Aaron Donald, uh, Earl Thomas. He's still holding out, right? I believe so. Uh, we got Le'Veon Bell and Khalil Mack. So let's say, since all of us are um, fans of different teams, we're split. We're 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 good split. We have two AFC fans here. We have two yeah. NFC fans here. Same divisions, you, but. <laughs> could only trade for one of them it doesn't matter who you trade in a way we're not looking into i'll that. go i'll go first i already know your question Basically, you finish who it, so. would you want on your team and then also kind of look at it as a not just your own team but basically every one else i'll so go who do you want on your team i'll go first those four this, go ahead, I, I i actually brought this up because i think i said to all of us in our chat that I don't know why teams aren't looking at trying to bring Le'Veon Bell in. But that's not who I'm choosing. Khalil Mack right now is in a worse situation out of... Actually, I, I don't want to say that. Earl Thomas is in a situation where they've given up on him. Khalil Mack is clearly in that same situation. We don't know a lot, um, but we know that him and Earl Thomas are in good situations. And the Green Bay Packers, we just lost Jake Ryan right in the middle of our linebacker core. He is, um, that's going to be hard. Um, the Packers have two solid guys, Blake Martinez and Jake Ryan, right there in the middle. 
And with this happening, we're going to have to probably move Clay Matthews to the middle. And they, I know for a fact they want him coming off the edge, especially since he's playing limited downs. He comes in on passing downs for the most part. So playing him as inside linebacker, I, I don't see – I know the Packers aren't a big trading team like this, but I don't see how you don't try to scoop someone up of this kind of value. But isn't Mac more of an edge guy too? Isn't he, he more is, of a Clay? He's more of an edge. He's yeah. more of a Clay. He's, yes, he is. But so you just gonna you move Martinez over to the center? Have Martinez play center and have Clay and Mac on the edges. He's more of an edge guy, but Mac, God, he was the first guy we've seen in a long time that won two different positions on the All Pro team, and that was yeah. defensive end and outside linebacker. But he also, if you don't know this, has been playing middle linebacker. But he's most known for the edge. But I and I think that's kind of where we saw the stats go down a little bit last year. Because he's being uh, he's a versatile guy. It's who you want on your team. It's like having Woodson as your safety. Either Woodson, pick one. I don't care. Sure. Um, yeah. So I I just like the idea of having a playmaker. The Packers, we've had Clay Matthews. Um, I think would real in defense, I am a Aaron Rodgers is on offense. We need that guy on defense. And I think Mac Mac could enjoy playing for the Packers. As much as I think Bell would make our team better overall, I think Mac would be the best fit for our team. But I think it'd be a plus. Yeah, no, actually, we can't. To pay him, I'm not looking into that yet. I'm just talking of these four guys. Who would you rather have? Mac. I think if I think if the Packers can put a Mac on their team, like if you put a guy on the defense that's as dangerous as Aaron Rodgers is on the offensive side, you have a serious Super Bowl contender. Because that. But like uh, you could you can pull the rest of your team like the rest of that Broncos defense that won the Super Bowl you had Peyton Manning on one side and then you had um, Von Miller's massive contract Von on the Miller other. Von, no you had Von Miller on the other before it got too big you have those two good guys on each side of the ball and you can win a Super Bowl I'm just saying I'm and, not a Packers fan but if you put a Khalil Mack on the other side of Aaron Rodgers and come you on. Got a Come on, Bears fan. You gotta admit, having a guy on defense that can lead you. No, what, what I'm about to tell you is, I I want I would pick Mac out of all of them. You need because, he's a leader on defense. It's great because if we have Mac, Roquan Smith, and Leonard Floyd as our linebacking core, I think we would have the best linebacking core in the NFL. And Mac, a linebacker going to Chicago Bears, I mean, it's basically just the Bears him. haven't ever had a good linebacker. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, they basically just sealed himself for a Hall of Fame position. <laughs> so yeah, I I would pick Mac. I mean that. that it makes Donald, sense. Donald is my second bet. Is my second bet because Aaron Donald is a beast. But he, the thing is, he, I don't know, Mac. I just like what you said is what I agree. I want Mac coming off the edge because he can. Freaking do anything. You know, we don't or really go out and play. We don't really see Donald as a leader. We just see as overall, he might be one of the, or if not the best player in the NFL. But he's not leading that defense out there. He might be leading that defense line. We need you need a safety or a linebacker calling out that defense, making changes, making audibles. That's why I think Mac, like I think you agree, is the most valuable person out of all these guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. From the defensive yeah, side. Well, I mean, even coming from a team like, uh, say, for instance, the Colts. You've got the Colts that have a a whole lot of needs everywhere. Obviously, Bell would fill the running back need very nicely. We need more help, I think, on the defense than we do the offense um, because we haven't been a defensive-minded team in a long time. I think you could say, hey, put Mac on the edge, get some people actually have an edge rushing 
back in the old day like we used to have with Mathis and uh, uh They could just put all five offense linemen on Mac, and they you still wouldn't get a sack, but continue. Right. But <laughs> instead of Mac, honestly, I'd like Donald. We, we don't have any inside presence. There's no pressure coming from the inside ever, like and Donald would be that. I I see your point. Honestly, if I was a Colts, I would try for Bell. You have I'm all your fast. eggs in a basket. You have all your eggs with luck. Give him just a little bit of help. That's all you need to do. Your defense, you'll work on that. That's going to take more than one player to impact. Your offense, you already got your guy. You already got luck. You guys, the Colts have literally not had a good player on the offense since, besides their quarterback, since freaking Reggie Wayne. And don't I, say it to I think, I think if you give them Bell, that would help out. I see your point for defense. I'm not disagreeing. I agree. Like I, I totally get what you're saying. I just think Donald alone, even Donald, Mac, or Old Thomas, if you pick either of those, they won't change anything. They'll make plays. But your defense needs so much more. Your defense, I agree with Scott. I would, I would pick Bell or Thomas if I was a Colts fan. Yeah. I would pick, yeah. I would De- definitely pick Bell. His I'm, argument's just great. Luck, just give Luck that little dump. Oh, man, that would help out so much. And Nathan, the I... The thing is they, they have the dump. I mean, just in the first game with Luck back with him actually passing, he's got three of his six passes as dump-off passes to running backs. Now, granted, it's preseason, but... Just just take that as, okay, you're dumping it off to whoever your crappy running back is this year. You can go through them like freaking Paris Hilton with boyfriends, but take that and make it Le'Veon Bell. Just think about that. Look at that. And You turn that little five-yard dump into a 15-yard pass. And I would like to make an argument about Donald. Put Donald down there. Yeah, you clog the middle up. But guess what? They're going to be passing against you anyways because you don't have a secondary. Take Donald away, guess what? what? They're going to run against you. defense is so bad, it's just to the point where it's going to take more than one guy to fix it. I did like your argument for Donald, though. Not to completely smash your Oh, he'll make an impact. (laughs) But I don't don't think, honestly, Bell, that would make the Colts an AFC South contender for sure. You throw Bell in there. Where do you stand, Isaiah? I know who would make the Titans a Super Bowl contender. Oh. And one of their highest ranked defenses. Can't Tom Brady. <laughs> no, no, Darnold. It would be Darnold. So, our current defensive end is Daquan Jones. He's five-year vet. He's decent. He's a positive dude. But Darnold is much better. So, if you put Darnold on the starting lineup, then he's got Are you putting Darnold. that defense end, or are you going to put him at nose tackle? I would look at him as a nose tackle. Uh, yeah, he's a nose tackle. Of, he's not would, an end. Yeah. Even uh, though Madden I, misplaces it would be, him. It would be interchangeable with our defense, okay. with the way those go. But you, you put him in there, and then you line him up with Jarrell Casey. And then linebacker, I think our linebacker core is one of the highest, like one of the strongest linebacker cores in the NFL. you got Derek Morgan, Wesley Woodyard, and Brian Arakpo. Uh And then behind them, you, you stand Malcolm Butler, Kevin Byard, and Logan Ryan. I uh, so you, put, you put Darnold in that lineup, and you got... That's like... like I know how we feel about each other's teams, but a defense with the names like that is almost as close as you can get to an all-star defense. Like, that is, an, that is a straight-up all-star defense. Darnold, 
Casey, Morgan, Woodyard, Arakpo, Butler, Bayard, and Ryan all lined up on one side of the ball. Yeah, it's like dangerous. I was think I was thinking about Bell, but we got Henry and Lewis. I those two together equal Bell. Like it, it changes it up for the the brain back position. Like Bell can do both, but you got two guys. Lewis can run the ball. Henry can catch the ball. They both. Well, Henry runs the ball really, really well, and Lewis catches the ball really, really well. So that position's fine. Our wide receivers are decent. Mariota is decent. But you put you put those guys with Darnold on the line alongside Jarrell Casey, and then the linebackers behind him, and then that secondary behind him, and. I would say that if you had Darnold on that defense, that would by far be the best defense in the league, as is their top five. With Darnold, they're number one. I'm actually really surprised you didn't say Earl Thomas. And the reason is is because with you losing your starting safety and getting Bacaro, which he was, I think he was a pro bowler once, but he's been kind of on the downhill. I was actually really surprised when you said that because I thought your defense line is one of the best defense lines in the league. They're they're good. Earl Thomas would be good, but out of the two of those, I would pick Darnold because he's such a playmaker. That's true. I just for some reason I yeah I I think Darnold would probably be a huge help for you guys. I I would argue Thomas though from the Super Bowl experience, playoff experience, that leadership with the the Legion of Boom. I think that would really help you guys as well. I think either way, you're looking at defensive. You're not even looking at the offensive side. I think you guys are fine as long as no. Mariota makes it more than ten yeah. games. Honestly, no, that's true. I, 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 I agree. Honestly, I would not be looking at defensive side for the Titans. You already have a top. You have a. I think they're 13th last year. You have a top 15 offense. I mean defense. That's good enough. Top five. Uh, they were at 13th. I just looked it up. No, they're um, top five this year. Okay. Well, <laughs> this year hasn't happened. But I'm not. Tomato, gonna, tomato, continue. I'm not getting that argument about the future that hasn't happened yet, but. Wouldn't Bell, an offensive player, actually help? Because once Mariota goes out, you guys are done. I mean, no, you you're, guys, you're talking about replacing Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis. You're talking about Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis like they're freaking good running backs. But you're talking about them like they're like. I think Derrick Henry. You would rather replace, rather replace Henry and Lewis with Bell versus replacing. Yes. Replacing a defensive player with Sam Darnold, who is arguably one of the best You're players. You're just going to lose Lewis, and Henry will be your backup. Uh, I'm pretty positive Henry's going to be the starter. Oh, yeah, and Henry's the starter. I'm, no, I'm yeah. talking if Bell came in. Oh. Like, let me on Bell, your starter, and have Derrick Henry as your backup. I just want to... Once Mariota yeah. goes out, your offense is nothing. I think you, basically you, can still, you can still throw the ball to Lewis... And who's throwing that ball? It doesn't matter. You're, you're assuming that Mariota is going to get hurt. Well, I mean, he has every single year. That's what I'm saying. I, he's had to run the ball, but now he's got both, both but if he sides. Has of... on Bell, he doesn't. He's just handed off to Bell. Derrick Henry's an okay running back. He's I fine. think you're undervaluing Deion Lewis, though. Derek, yeah. Because. Undervaluing Lewis and undervaluing Henry. Have you seen that dude? He is a monster. Yeah. yeah, I don't care if he's a monster. I don't really care how he looks. Oh, big deal. Six foot five. No, it, and... it, 
does matter how many it, because that guy is a monster. Like, it doesn't matter who's tackling him. Like, you're going to have to drag him down by his pants. You're going to have to, like, pull his pants down to his ankles and drag them around and drag him around until he falls down. Okay, well, I mean, I only care about stats. I don't care how a guy looks like. I think... I really give two craps about what a guy looks like. That's what really matters. I think you're undervaluing the Lewis, though, for sure, because he almost had 1,000 rushing yards last year, and he had... Compa- I mean, what is Deion Lewis' Madden Henry, overall? Derrick Henry was 24th in rushing yards last year. 24th. Oh, 24th with DeMarco Murray with him. Yeah. Okay, and DeMarco Murray's not even in the top 20. But he's had more carries than Henry. He's 27th. I think Henry... You take away one of them. They're splitting carries. They're splitting carries. They were I'm splitting carries. But I... Uh, I'm just saying. I, mean, I, think I don't, I don't know anymore. Hey, can someone tell me what Deion Lewis's uh, Madden overall is? I don't because know. after seeing his stats for last season, compared to Tariq Cohen, there's no way... Cohen should be 20, 83 overall. You're looking at Deion Lewis from the Tennessee Titans for Madden 2019 is ranked at a whopping and unsurprising 87. Is it 87? Yep. Okay, he good. He's an 87. Wait, he's better than Jordan Howard? <laughs> he is better than Jordan Howard. He has a 90 wow. speed and 95 agility. Okay. Okay, just okay. shows you. Hold right, on. Right, we'll we'll split this the off. Bears. We'll split this off and go to how underrated Jordan Howard is because oh, I. Yeah, now I'm really. I was okay with the eighty. Okay. Jordan Howard. Well, now I'm well, really pissed Okay, off. hold on. Scott, this will even piss you off even more. Derrick Henry is rated at an eighty-six overall. Boom. <laughs> what? Okay, I'm a Packers Henry, fan. Henry is oh. young. They are both split carry running backs. You can't take the full load from the one of the other. They have it's to split a carry. Full load you give them full load running back like Jordan Howard. Come on. It's not a full load league anymore. Had, or Howard split carries with Cohen. No, 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 no. no. I had, no, I had Cohen. No, I had Cohen on my fantasy team. And oh. I saw Howard's okay, stats. They were split carry. No, okay. Bears fan coming in. They are a split carry squad. Howard is better than. It wasn't like Tennessee. Tennessee. It was I not like Tennessee. That. Howard. I know. I think he, he knows what I'm talking about. It's not like Tennessee split carry. You're, you're thinking of something totally different. So. How Chicago used him. They used him as like a. How you want to say? Cream Hunt? No, no, not Cream Hunt. What's his face? Well, yes. Kareem Hunt, the top five running back in the league, so I, I don't know what you're doing. I'll be I mean, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Let's just, um, let's just no, talk tomorrow, about this. Top five quick. running back. Okay. Okay. Now, I, he, he is statistically I, ranked as a top five running back. And so is Jordan Howard. But, um. No, I didn't see him in the top five. Actually, yeah, I didn't, I didn't no. See him in top five. Let's talk about rushing yards. Rankings, you could go to stats. Howard is. Oh, are you kidding me? Compared to the other guys. He's top ten. I just want you to listen to this real quick. So, Dalvin Cook, Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, Tevin Coleman, Jay Ajayi, Christian McCaffrey, Deion Lewis, Leonard Fournette, LeGarrette Blount, Alvin, uh, Alvin Kamara, all rated higher than um, Jordan Henry. Jordan Howard sixth in rushing yards last year behind Hunt, Gurley, Bell, McCoy, Ingram. So what were we talking about, Isaiah? 
Oh, and guess oh, where? Kamara? Wait, hold on. Hold on. Guess. I see. I see. Hunt, Gurley, Bell, McCoy, Ingram. You're looking at fantasy, probably. Yeah. Points. That includes I'm receiving yards. Rushing yards. Rushing yards, Howard was six last year. And the yeah. year before that, he was number two. And I'm looking for Kamara. But oh, this isn't oh, a pure rushing team. league anymore. They're running backs. They're running backs. Yeah, they're Hunt running backs. You, you t- so top five rushers. So we can take Bell and Hunt out, then. There's no, because no, Bell is a top ten receiver. That's what you're saying. Rushing stats. Bell's a top 10 receiver. Justify this. So this one, uh, I'm going to be very upset with this because I think this is absolutely horrible. Jarek McKinnon, who used to be on the Vikings, who is now on the 49ers, is ranked the same as Marshawn Lynch and Jordan Howard at an 85. Why is Marshawn Lynch so okay. high? Okay, I can see that. Okay. That, that Marshawn Lynch so that, high? That's more of Lynch and McKinnon being ranked too high. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad the Packers fan who hates the Bears more than anything sees the problem with what they're doing with Jordan. Where's Howard. Elliot? Where's Elliot? At? Elliot and Jordan Howard are basically Elliot the same player. Three. They're the same player. With Gurley, they're the same player. Gurley should be with Le'Veon Bell. Like one and one and two should. Gurley dominated the NFL last year. Bell yeah. dominated the NFL, and yeah. after yeah, that, it drops off. Two. I mean, I or, or vice versa. That, that's hand no hand. I think none of us are disagreeing with that. I, I just can't believe. I look at Bell I mean, as a top five yards, running back. I'm not in the right season. Rushing yards. Jordan Howard. I'm six. sorry. We got Hunt. We got Gurley. But he's Bell, consistent. Boyd, Two seasons. Ingram, Howard, Gordon, Fournette, Anderson, Elliott. All those guys have been talked up like they're freaking gods except Jordan Howard. And I'm actually kind of surprised by him. I didn't realize he that was that. Did that well. Well, it's because Kamara's the best guy in the NFL. Yeah, that's what pisses me off more than anything. And that mm-hmm. Isaiah, what he just said, is what the NFL feeds you. Is he? You think Kamara and all these other guys? You don't think of Jordan Howard. He's been the best, one of the best top five running back every single year he's been in the league. He was second in rushing his rookie year behind Elliott, and he didn't play in the entire season. He missed the first four games, I think. He didn't play the first four games. So he's injured, bro. No, he wasn't injured. We just said That's what he got. Okay. <laughs> so he just didn't start. It, it just, he didn't because it was a rookie. But to get back to where we started, though, Derrick Henry and DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry had 176 attempts for 744 yards last season. DeMarco Murray had 184 for 659. So that is a split-back system. That is truly. Chicago Bears. Tariq Cohen, 87 attempts. Jordan yeah. Howard, 276. That's what I was saying, Isaiah. Just don't look at fantasy stats. That is totally... I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm looking at your statistics. I, okay, your fantasy statistics. Isaiah, Keith looked up real statistics. But... That's what you... That, you're looking at... They dumped it. You're looking at... You're looking at pure attempts. But you gotta, but you gotta. <laughs> with the running back on the field. Yes, but but about but. Split carries. That's not split carry. That's eighty-two. Oh, okay. I'm split load. But let's having, let's look at this though. Split load. No, so let's look at this. The Titans are truly a multi-back system. They split load. Mm-hmm. Yes. The Bears know that Jordan Howard can catch the ball because he does catch the ball. But when it comes down to passing downs, Cohen's in. He is a true yeah, yeah, receiving back. 
Yes, he's our receiving back. He's when our that our that's why Jordan Howard doesn't look like Ezekiel Elliott's stats because he's not in for the receiving passes because truly no. the Dallas Cowboys have one threat running back that can do everything. Jordan Howard has a person behind him who can catch the ball. Where the that like you were saying, Murray and Henry, you had two running backs. And they can both catch, they can both run. So they truly were split. So I'm just torn, but I'm really upset with Madden because I hate the Bears. I probably hate yeah, I hate the Bears the most. I just I feel bad for them because I Jordan Howard's good. And yeah, he gets I no mean, respect. I'm not, I'm not denying he's good. I'm just saying that they don't have like saying they don't have some sort of split system. Like they have a split load system because I had Cohen on my fantasy team, so I saw it all throughout the year. I know, but I'm just it, saying. And like Howard, it was just different. Howard ran the ball more. Cohen was in for more passing downs. I'm not saying I'm just saying better. fantasy and watching the games is totally different. I mean, I'll keep arguing that point. Yeah, because... Hold on. Before everyone talks, you know what's funny? What? The one Colts fan is quiet the entire time because he's just thinking, hey, remember Edron James? Oh, no, wait. Hold on. Let me uh, me go down to the real quick. So, talking about split systems. So, they made a... How old is... How old was Frank Gore? 35? Oh, yeah. He's not... Yeah, Frank Gore was like 35. He was 12th last year. 22nd. Was Cam Newton in Russian? Yeah. Wait, are you looking at points or the yards? I'm looking at pure statistics. Looking at pure statistics. I'm just looking at pure statistics. So, I mean, it is pretty crazy that Cam actually is on there. Keep. I was just looking at that. Cam being 22nd. He's yeah. the only quarterback in the top 30. Can you define your pure, pure statistics though? I'm just looking at Russian. So, I'm okay. looking at rushing yards. I can. I'm clicking through them. I mean, you kind of, you, you kind of click through the same, and it all about evens out. It's so it's always the same top five, top six. I'll say for Scott's sake. Oh, and guess Hunt, what? Gurley, Bell, McCoy, Ingram, Howard. Oh, and guess what? Howard is third in rushing touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. At that point, you're talking about that. Uh, I'm just saying, um, if Howard that, uh, does... We're talking about that fat dude that played for the Titans that scored like 16 touchdowns. White, Lindell White. But Lindell White. If, I mean, I do really want to go down that road. No, we don't, because we'll end up talking about Trent Richardson for the Colts. But I just... No, we won't. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> say, though... If he does it for a third straight year, I know the Bears, the, everyone's argument is, well, the Bears have been bad, but let's look at the Cowboys last year. Like, come on, guys. If Howard does top five running back and rushing for a third straight year and he's not a 90 overall, I don't know who deserves to be a 90 overall running back. What's Kamara in the game? Probably 95? Oh, he made the Pro Bowl team. Let's give him a 95. He's probably better That's than Gurley. Oh, another big issue I had with Pro voting, but... Yeah, yeah, hey. We've been yeah. we've been on the yeah. Let's dive into Madden, some Madden adjustments and stuff like just that. Just talk about Madden. Bit. Let's get into the video games. So, actually, just today, I don't know when this um when we will release this uh recording, but the Red Dead Redemption Two trailer was revealed. Um, I'm not gonna talk about that. I mean, we all kind of watched it. it. All looks fun. I think all of us agree we all want to play it, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, good, good first person, and then so, it's a continuation of a good story. Yeah, so all of us are, are okay with that. What I do want to talk about, and with what 
brought it up was Rockstar. So I was thinking, who do you have as just give me one who you think is the best publisher or developer in video games? Like maybe they just haven't. I, the, I'll, I'll give you mine and give you a reference of what I was trying to get at. So I I thought of Rockstar. That's the reason why I thought of this. But then I thought more. And Rockstar makes really good games now, but they kind of slowed down a bit. I'm not going for just quantity. I mean, I'm going for quality and quantity. But my main one, I think, would be Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. Yeah. Oh. Naughty Dog has made really good games mm-hmm. for a long time, and they're not really slow. Like that's my biggest issue with Rockstar now is they make one game every five or six years. It's just like, eh, okay, can you give me something a little bit more? There's got to be more you're making. They are uh, making games there for a while. Yeah, like Midnight Club. Um, they were making um a whole bunch of other games. Oh, well, it, was that, it was that slab of time when the PSP came out and they were making PlayStation games. Oh, yeah. How they and were. they were making PSP Grand Theft Autos. The they thing were... is, they were all good. So that's why Rockstar was doing well. But my thing is, I'm going with Naughty Dog. They made they've had, Civilizations. They've had Bandicoot. They've had The Last of Us. They've had Uncharted. Um, there's a bunch of other games that they made. And, like, the Uncharted series basically made the PlayStation 3 what it is. And The Last of Us basically just sent the PlayStation off with the, you're welcome, we did this. And it's not even just the PlayStation 3. I'm talking that whole generation of consoles. Like, The Last of Us was the last hurrah for that generation of consoles. It was the yeah. last of them. Yeah. <laughs> can I go <laughs> Can I go back a second real quick? Are you talking about divisions of companies, or are you talking about overall Game developer, publisher, or developer, anything like that. Okay, because I I'm thinking when you say game uh, Rockstar, I'm like two take or take two interactive, no. and I'm yeah, just... Rockstar is a publisher, and their developer is um, 2K Interactive, and but, or, or is it vice versa? Well, it's all under. I know Rockstar is a publisher, but it's all I'm under Take Two. Like, okay, I was gonna say it's all under Take Two. Clear top, you can okay. kind of hit some of the guys on the tree. You don't have to say EA Sports. You can say Dice. Or anything like that. That's what I'm getting at. But I, just, I think Naughty Dog because all of their games have always been good. Grew up loving Crash Bandicoot, and it that was like I was trying to get at quantity and quality. And so, anyone else? Shoot. Um, the the biggest one, and I'm probably just a, a fanboy waiting for a miracle to happen. But when you talk about gaming and the the industry you have to talk about Valve like you have to but they haven't made a game my thing is I agree with you but when was the last time they made a game what game it doesn't matter yeah Half Life Three yeah exactly Half Life Three but they don't even have like the fact that they made Half Life one or two like that solidifies it no now you just just put it on a pedestal you're just putting it on a pedestal because it deserves to be I love those games. I still think if Half Life Three comes out, if Half Life Three comes out, that's going to be the the biggest game release of all time. It, it will never come out. That won't make it. Up. Oh, th- this if, is if it comes out. If it, it may, it will come out. It'll come out it like sometime down the road. Down the road, they'll be like just. I, 
It'll come out. All oh, the writers for it are gone, and they it's already like Guns N' Roses is Chinese democracy. It's gonna come out. It came out twenty years later. It's one of those things. I can... one of those like it's gonna come out, and it'll be the great, the biggest initial release launch of all time. But will it be good? People it is thought same. Twitter blew up when they announced the new Elder Scrolls. If they ever announce. They did. They teased it. The world will stop rotating. But they teased it. And but why would they go away from uh was it Dota two Dota two? Yeah. Like they made Team Fortress two blew up freaking Steam. Dota two blew up that. I think what Portal uh did Portal two come out? Yeah. 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 So Portal was good. All super popular games. And I'm pretty sure people like I don't know Nathan still plays Counter Strike. So, I can see where he's coming with the Valve games, but I don't think any of us has played Dota 2. I love Team Fortress 2. Counter-Strike is a beautiful game. I mean, for a first-person shooter that hasn't needed updates, it hasn't needed new flashiness. Like, it's a game that you can literally put on repeat and enjoy for hours, days, years. It doesn't need... It's like uh, the older versions of Grand Theft Auto. They didn't need to come out with games back then. They, they Grand Theft Auto was out for a while, and you were just excited to play that game all the time. And I think that's the same thing that I get with uh, CSGO. Is it's a new game. One, it's multiplayer heavy, so you're always doing multiplayer, but there's so much strategy and idea behind it that when you look at games like that, you're never going to get the same playing experience until you get to such a competitive level where you just know you're going to win. Yeah. I don't disagree with Nathan. I don't either. I like your pick. I like Val pick, but I think you were going a little bit too historic for me. Um, yeah, I that's, think... my, that's my argument for it. I liked it if it was 10 years ago. But, but it's not. They all... made, they're just benefiting from their past. Well, I'll continue with Nathan's historic say. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with two games only because one of them made my favorite game of all time, and it's 2K Games and Irrational Games made Bioshock. So that's one of my favorites. Just be really quick on that. I still think they're the greatest because that's my favorite game of all time. You know that that comes on, right? Yep, I do know, but I'm just gonna go with it. The greatest (laughs) in history. Now the the Tom Brady of yeah, video game manufacturers is the it, it's still like anything you can do in this game like you can do anything and it's gonna have to be World of Warcraft and I don't no, no, play it anymore uh, so Blizzard uh, yeah yes yeah, so, yeah, so it's Blizzard and it's the way they maintain World of Warcraft they're coming out with the new launch next week for Battle of Azeroth I don't even play the game anymore and I do want to play it. It's just too time-consuming, which in this Have you... hour day and age, at, at the age that us four are at, it's too time-consuming. But Well, here, here's the thing that I, I'm going to support your pick for is Keith and I were talking about this the other day is Blizzard's no longer just MMO or the Hearthstone game or Overwatch. They're actually now teaming up with Activision and uh, Infinity War uh, to actually... Yeah, they're turning into Valve. Right, they're they're bundling and putting in... They're going to slowly stop making games. They're going to slowly stop making games and turn into Valve. They're they're shooting for... I don't know, Blizzard shoots for games 
that are number one. So Overwatch, when it was supposed to come, the way they built Overwatch was for that game to be like premium competitive gaming content, which is where the gaming world is going. Like people want to watch, people want to watch people play video games. But they don't lose. For us, that sounds a little weird. For younger generations, that sounds fine. For older generations, that sounds stupid. But for our generation, it sounds a little weird. But they built a game for people to watch people play video games competitively. And when you watch, you can't watch World of Warcraft anymore. You can't, you just, you can't watch World of Warcraft and watch it be competitive because of the way the game's built. Like, that game has more subscribers, I guarantee, than any any other game still existing and it's like 12 years old my thing is so, it, they just haven't made any I, overwatch but oh no have, i can support they shoot, i can they support. shoot for the stars you don't have to you make have a, a few you, you don't have to make a bunch of games to be the best like no, world of warcraft has I been i've not seen that it's just they literally have only made world of warcraft and overwatch nope 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 i okay, i am picking Diablo. i'm picking blizzard and i'm going to argue that point so the thing I love, the thing I love about Blizzard is they keep to their roots. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved Warcraft Two, Warcraft Three, and you know what? They gave us World of Warcraft. And you know why that was all going on? They released a game called Diablo. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Diablo. You know what? If Diablo comes out, which it will again, I'm gonna buy it. I own every copy of Diablo, and everyone loves. Exactly, and. <laughs> With StarCraft, they came out because the fans wanted it, StarCraft 2. Uh, to be honest, I, it's one of the few publishers I feel like you can, if you have enough, like, they will listen to you. And then you have Heroes of Storm. I don't think that really did very well, but I do know there's a lot of people that still play that. And one of my other things I really love about them, and every once in a while I jump on them, they're like, you know what, let's dabble in card games. Hearthstone's pretty good. I will go back to them. I think they make the best thing about Blizzard Entertainment, when they give you something, they're not going to stop developing it. And they will yep. give you a good product from the start. They it, don't They don't half-ass it. They full-ass it. And that is why I, I was going to try to find a different publisher. I was going to find try to find something other than Isaiah. But I just I can't not stand up for Blizzard because I love Diablo. Diablo is one of my favorite and games. And we, we played overwatch for the first year it came out and we have stopped playing and i still see updates for overwatch all the time all over the internet they were slow on maps and characters i I, the thing so with like hearthstone like that's a good mobile game so i know that's why they keep that game up it's a it's a super easy game to pick up and just play you can play casually you can play against the computer you can play against other people so they have that covered here's the storm covers that uh moba arena like, they got that covered. World of Warcraft, of course, covers the MMORPG. Overwatch covers the first-person shooter. So they, they cover all the grounds, but they cover it with... You could rank each one of those games in the top five of their categories. World of Warcraft, number one MMO. I and don't play Hearthstone, so I don't... I don't play good. card games like that, so I don't know where you can put that. Heroes of the Storm, I know, is not better than League of Legends, at least in my opinion, from what I played... But it is up there. And then Overwatch, I mean, compared to the other first-person shooters, I mean, you rank, you rank Battlefield, Call of Duty. Um, to, uh, well, Fortnite, PUBG, we'll now. Go ahead and, 
Well, well, you could even put PUBG, Fortnite in there. Yeah, you put those in there, and Overwatch is still five. Okay, best best first Just, person shooters you can play. So last thing, and we'll, we'll change subject real quick. Let's play Devil's Advocate for that. What Blizzard's game are you playing right now? Diablo. Okay, I know you're not playing Diablo. What Blizzard's game are you playing right now? Not like right now. I'm not playing anything right now. But... No, I know not right now, but. Like just in the past couple days or the past week, Diablo Two. Played a Blizzard game. In I have. Or two. I played Diablo uh, Two on my computer. Yeah, I mean, it, it. I mean, it doesn't matter. I spend... I'm just saying. You talked about longevity, and you we stopped playing Overwatch after the first year because we realized it's just Overwatch, Overwatch, Overwatch. Well, my same thing. Yeah. my friends Every, stopped. Playing. I mean, some people play it more, some people don't. I can't. Like, I literally cannot play World of Warcraft anymore because I... it is so time consuming. Mm. That's just that's just how it gets when you're older. <laughs> I could still play Overwatch on a daily basis. I just want to open my FPS world, third-person shooter world, I guess. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, like, I don't want to play Overwatch without people that I don't know, and we've already played that, and we're not going to play it again. So we've come to that bridge. Um, but the answer Hearthstone is... and Heroes, Heroes of the Storm I never got into. Yeah. Hearthstone... I, st- I have Hearthstone downloaded on my phone and on my iPad. It's just one of those games that I'll be like, eh, you know, I'll pick it up again and I'll play it for a month or two. Nothing wrong with that. It's like, it's like Rockstar. Rockstar is probably in my top five because they did such a good job of keeping GTA Online alive. I don't play it anymore, but we will pick it up every now and then and mess around with racing and mess around with people online. And here's how bad this is. I own every Diablo on my computer. I own Diablo 3 on my computer, my Xbox, and my PlayStation 4. I haven't played Diablo 3, but I beat it on all three systems. And that's only because I bought my wife uh, the PlayStation 4 copy, but I ended up beating it on there too. But I do have Diablo 2 on my computer, and I do pick it up when I'm not playing Civilization 6. Yep. Yep. All right. I mean, you still pick up those games. But I don't pick up... I beat Diablo 3 a lot, but I like Diablo 2 a lot better than 3. I do like Diablo 1, but... I I will say a game that all of us will probably always pick up from the same developer is EA and DICE and Battlefield. And we always at least pick up the newest game. And I don't have any regrets about that. I did not like Battlefield 1. I will pick up Battlefield 5. And if it's crap, I will pick up Battlefield 6 or whatever they want to call it. Jeff, honestly, if we had a community, like a group publisher developer that we would pick, yeah. it would maybe be DICE or... I would yeah, argue... Dice. I would argue possibly Electronic Arts. Yeah, basically just EA Sports in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, we pick a Bungie game. Or just EA, yeah. Game. Just EA yeah, in Rockstar. general. I mean, we got Rockstar and um, Bungie and Three Four Three, but honestly, I think yeah. But we at Three Four Three, we'll go with Three Four Three as our dice and Three Four Three because right. we will all buy the new Halo game. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna buy Halo? Who knew? Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, finally, Dice and Bungie are the best developers. There you go. Yeah. Or That's not Bungie at Dice and Three Four Three. All right. Finally, in the podcast. What are we playing this week? Now, before we dive into it, there's a good chance that three out of four of us are going to be playing the same thing the entire week. Yeah. But I'm going to let you know 
we're recording this on a Thursday night. Uh, Madden was released on Tuesday. Me, Keith, Nathan do our annual ritual every year on Madden release day, which technically is Friday, so we're all going to get it on Friday. Uh, we will play until the butt crack of dawn. Um, you know so, me to go first? Because mine will be quick and different? Yeah, what's yours, Isaiah? <laughs> okay, so I will, uh, so, uh, we game share on Xbox, so Scott's going to buy Madden, and I will probably play it with him at some point. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just say what I think you said? Yeah, he did it last one. No, he did it two Maddens ago. He makes yeah. it the first day. He makes it the first day, guys, okay? Yeah, yeah, no, the last one I played a little bit with the Madden cards and stuff. I just, so I don't, I don't, I feel like these three don't know how much I used to play sports games. I know we all played sports games, and I know <clears throat> out of all of us, Scott played the second most, but I don't think you guys understand how much I played NFL 2K5 when that game came out. Is that the first game on Xbox 360 that you could get? It was launched on oh, 360? Them. I played NFL 2K5 more than any of you could ever imagine. I don't know, Scott, in this franchise I, modes? I know, I know, <laughs> but just imagine that, but like 10 times more. I played NFL 2K5 more than you could ever imagine, so that's why when it comes to a new Madden game, I don't play it that much. Well, I'll, I'll play it a bit, and then uh, after that... Um, this month I'm looking forward to this month so I wasn't looking really forward to it until I really realized what they were doing today with the Note 9 release I will be playing a lot of PUBG on my phone because I'm really excited to see what that new phone can do so I'm excited about that I'll be playing Fortnite on my phone as well Uh, I don't stream or do any of that stuff I'm just going to let you guys know how I feel about it so I'm going to be playing a lot of that um, Talk about what you've been playing this week. You've played a couple. You played three computer games this week that yeah. we don't really play. Uh, this week I have been playing. Uh, one of my friends bought me this game called Bless, made by NeoWiz from Korea. Um, it's not bad. The it looks like one of those games on your phone, but it's in a World of Warcraft perspective. If that makes sense. Um, it, it looks good, but the frame rate drops are killing me right now. Uh, and that's one of the things I can't get over. I was actually playing it before we started doing this uh, podcast, and I just I can't. Uh, I'll be playing, and I'll be at like 90 FPS, and then I'll just all of a sudden drop to like 20, and I just I can't do it. So good game. Hopefully they can fix the frame rate drops, but I know it was in beta for a while, and there was a lot of complaints, and it's out of beta now and it still has a lot of complaints so uh, we'll see about that uh, in the meantime uh, outside of bless online and madden uh, i'll probably still play fortnite that's what i actually plan on playing after we get done with this and then um not Roy- uh realm I- royale realm royale i the thing with realm royale is it's a fortnite where you can ride a horse and when you're out in the open Very and true. you can't build a wall, it is just terrible. It's not. <laughs> it's not fun. Like if you're out in the open, it's fine. Like it looks like it looks like Fortnite, but it plays like PUBG. But you can ride a horse, and the lands are smaller. So, I, 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 I probably won't pick up Realm Royale again. 
I do like how the frame rates are really high on that game, so I will get that. I like the dropping a little bit better than PUBG and Fortnite because you can travel the map a little bit quicker and you land quicker. I think they had that. That's one thing I will say they have over there. You don't have that weird, like, oh, this guy got out of the balloon or the plane at this time and he was falling at this angle. Like, you jump out of the plane, you can point directly at a spot and you're going to land right at that spot as fast as you possibly can. So. Well, yep, since B's the only one I really picked, I think all three of us are covered. I mean, yep. Uh, oh, and I, uh, I've been talking with one of my other friends, and I might look into Black Ops 4. I'll leave that one. There's no jetpacks, but continue. Yeah, I think I, buy that one, I, say. I, think I know no who you're talking to. No jetpacks, no wall jumping. I'm going to, after this, I'm going to watch some videos. It. It sounds like it could be. He good, talked to me but too. It, it, it all depends on know. if the maps are Modern Warfare 2 sized. If they're not Modern Warfare 2 sized, then I'm not going to play that game. You shouldn't play that game. Yeah, I probably, I probably shouldn't play that game, but you know what? I'm probably going to waste 60 bucks on it. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all going to be playing Madden. We will be streaming. Um, at least one of us will. Every. So our streams, we're probably going to be streaming every night um just for like an hour or two we're a, bit, uh, we're a little bit later than most folks we're like what 10 we're we mostly play 9 to 12 eastern, eastern yeah, time 9 eastern time 9 10 eastern times when we start uh, we'll be playing a lot of different games because we, we tend to get bored with games really quick um madden will be our big one for the right now um every once in a while we'll come in solo and stream i've been playing battlefield 4 every once in a while but so just keep an eye on that. Just look us up on. Um, we're using Mixer for right now. We'll probably switch to Twitch, but we'll keep everyone informed on what we do. But I think that is it. Oh wait, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna cover something. Yes, we have been playing Madden. So I wanna throw something out there real quick. Uh, long shot, not worth it. Uh, I, I did the whole thing. Uh, I, I see where they're going with it. But it kind of reminded me, I think it was 2K15 um, for NBA, where it was more video than playing. Um, it was like yeah. 80% video, 20% playing. Yeah. And at least in 2K, you kind of had some structure. Or not structure, you had some, like, a little adjustability. Uh, this game, you have nothing. They force what they want to do down your throat. And the other thing I wanted to say is I'm still playing Civilization VI. Um, I know it's turn-by-turn basis, but it's a great game when you are working or doing something on the side and you don't really have time to just play the whole time. And you can just, like, get up and leave at any time. So I will always recommend Civilization VI. I think it's a great game. Definitely recommend the expansions. And before I end this, I would like to point out we didn't talk about baseball tonight, so my one quick fact for baseball is bets went for a cycle tonight that's it yeah mookie bets for mvp right now the boston red sox look real good just went for a cycle but i gotta get my baseball quick local team indianapolis indians two players hit a cycle only a second time in in, uh professional baseball do you guys see that hey i I did not see that players on the indianapolis indians hit a cycle i don't even know what that means uh for you got a single a double a triple and a home run all in one game. Oh my! Oh my gosh! It's only the second time in professional baseball. You that's like MLB and all the minor league that it's never happened. You don't really players. get cycles very often, Isaiah. So. It is wow! 
It is very rare. But all right, that is it. We will talk to you guys next week, and peace out. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Sync Sports.